What? Uh, whose car is that out front? Mine. 1970 Pontiac Firebird, the car I've always wanted and now I have it. I rule. Aha, uh -huh. where's the Camry? I traded it in. Shouldn't you have consulted me first? Hmm, let me think. No, you never drove it. Have you done something different? You look great. Where's Jane? Jane not home. All right. Let's talk about American Beauty, but we but first we should introduce Griffin on this podcast as our guest, first official guest, mind you. You should feel honored. Well, hello, everyone. <laughs> My name is Griffin. I've uh, been friends with these boys for a long time, so happy to be here. Give us Tony the like Award. forty minute background. Right. <laughs> um, the whole I'm, a <laughs> I'm a very jealous Scorpio. Um, that's about it. Oh, you are Scorpio. Yeah. Whenever I tell people that they get, Ooh. you know, they like back away. I don't know what it is. Weird. Do you know what's so interesting? I didn't realize you were a Scorpio, but Jojo is also a Scorpio. Mm. I can see that. Uh, yeah. Now Where I'm like, kind of like, oh, okay. Drake is also a Scorpio, I believe. Right. <laughs> That's like a big thing. Probably. Yeah. I think his last album and everyone's like, he's a really emotional rapper. He's a Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it makes sense. Um, so Scorpio Griffin, he mm -hmm. uh, chose American Beauty because yes. it's one of your favorites, right? Yes, probably top five. It might be. It might be my favorite. I've seen it. I don't know how many times, but rewatched mm -hmm. it last night and still love it. When was the first time you saw this? Like, how young were you? Um, I don't know. Probably middle school ish. <laughs> okay. I don't know how I stumbled upon it, but it's a weird movie to stumble upon. Like even the cover is like, like what right. is going on here? But Jesse and Joe, you've not seen this before, right? No. Okay. No. So I've seen this. I, I, this is, I didn't know what I ex to expect, but um, yeah, so let's get into it then. You want to <laughs> give us your first initial uh, Joe, give us your initial impressions and thoughts. This is like, the like, it's not my like typical like murder mystery, but I like to like, get deep on movies and i feel like you can get deep on this movie so i, I actually really liked it cool. um like everyone was just everyone had an identity crisis <laughs> it's very relatable in a weird way yeah not weird way it's very relatable <laughs> to which character Holy <laughs> like it's weird in my, in my opinion i feel like this movie should be boring but it's not it's very the opposite of boring it's like very exciting but it's like that's why I think I like it so much. It's like it does a good job of like turning something super boring and into like something that you are engaged in watching. And uh, I don't know. I really like it. Jesse, what did you think about it? Um, <laughs> mixed bat. Well, I'm a Capricorn, so take it with a grain of salt. Um, <laughs> oh, you're a Capricorn. Yeah. Ooh. Um, Get out. I do. It's come up before, like when we watched The Burbs. I oddly love any time a wait, movie wait, The is... Burbs or The Birds? The bur burbs. Burbs, okay. Um, yeah, I'll see if I can relate it to The Birds too. But it, like <laughs> anything that's centered around where like the neighborhood has any aspect of the movie, like I'm just always fascinated by that concept of like neighbors and like 
I'm still, I'm just, I love meeting neighbors and having like weird neighbors. I don't know why, but great, great aspect. Not neighbors I'd like to really have in this one, but um, <laughs> it was. Ricky, come on. I, he seemed uh, like, he was like the hero of the story. <laughs> yeah, Ricky's fine. Ricky's fine. <laughs> Other than like if someone was taping me, but whatever. Um, I did like it more than I thought because I thought the Kevin Spacey like high school girl was going to be like the single plot line, mm-hmm. which was just a really disturbed, like, yeah, really. Yeah. yeah like first it's tough. Yeah, like I'm, I'm glad that it was a smaller, like that there was other storylines. And like Joe said, like they all were interesting and it was like all people and like, um, like going into it, I was, I just thought it was that one high school, storyline and i was like this one best picture like what <laughs> it's so it's it just crazy. I can't, yeah it's so weird do we need um, to do like a kevin spacey disclaimer <laughs> this was like back in 99 but yes. i mean regardless of if i mean kevin spacey makes it worse but like regardless this is like a high school girl <laughs> you know like yeah. i know and it was it wasn't really clear how old she was because like ricky said right. he was 18 but I'm assuming the girls were was, 16 or 17. 17, I would assume-ish, but okay. yeah. Yeah, you're like, well, is this even legal? Like, I don't right. think well, it's we, ethically I read, cool, but like, is it legal? I read or? in the trivia that the girl, um, uh, what's her name? Was 12. Birch. She, no, no, um, Thora Birch. Or no, Thora Birch? Name. Yeah, she was 17, so her mom had to approve of the topless scene. Like, her mom had to be there, and they had to, okay. like, sign something. But she was 17, I was like, that's kind of weird. But I was talking um, about this last night and I was like, th- what I like about it is how they immediately like the girls immediately catch on that the dad's a creep because I feel like there's so many dads out there who think they're subtle and think they're not creepy. But yeah, most guys are, they're so obvious. <laughs> and I was, like how they acknowledge that immediately in this. I like, I like also how one of the lines is there's nothing worse. It's like, there's nothing worse in life than being ordinary and like the whole the start of the movie is just like so plain and like suburban and then it's like you find out that this dude is just like messed up in the head and like he's just bored mm-hmm. and he's right. like you know what i'm head over heels in love with this teenage girl so <laughs> i'm just not gonna hide it hi i'm lester janey's dad oh hi this is my friend angela hayes Okay, good to meet you. You were also good tonight, very precise. Thanks, nice to meet you, Angela. Honey, I am so proud of you. You know, I watched you very closely. You didn't screw up once. (laughs) Okay, Uh, we have to go. So what are you girls doing now? Dad, we're going out for pizza. Oh really, do you need a ride? We can give you a ride, I have a car. You wanna come with us? Thanks, but I have a car. Well, you have a car. Oh, well, that's great. That's great. Because Janie's thinking about getting a car, too, soon, aren't you? Dad, Mom's waiting for you. Well, it was very nice meeting you, Angela. Any friend of Janie's is a friend of mine. Well... I'll be seeing you around then. It's kind of funny. Like, I don't, 
want to jump to the ending here, but by the ending, like he literally says to the, the like military neighbor guy that comes over, he's like, you know, like, he's like, I don't even, you know, my wife's off screwing this other guy and I don't care. And like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of mm-hmm. like at that point, like his, it's a 180 from the beginning. Like he, he just like is doing his own thing and he doesn't care. Um, yeah. which is For sure. Which I kind of of the ordinary, boring suburban life, you know. And I kind of like. And there's a line there where he's like, "The marriage is just a front to hide how not ordinary we are." I feel like it felt good for him to say that out loud to somebody. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know. I feel like towards the end there, like, what was his character's name? Um, Lester. Uh, like I, I feel like towards his the name end. was Lester too, guys. <laughs> yeah, come on. One of my favorite scenes was like so, like Ricky, like his, he just he was the only one who actually like kind of, even though he was kind of a creep uh, at the beginning, like he actually was the one who made sense because he kept like talking about like you know the bag being beautiful, and then when when Lester actually died, he did that like really weird like head tilt like look at him, but I think he actually was like, oh, this is beautiful because he looks happy. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I found it so interesting. Like, Ricky was really weird with the girls, but he was so normal with Lester. Like, it the dynamic is weird. Like, I really liked Ricky when he was hanging out with Lester, just like smoking weed. They were like fine. They were cool. He seemed cool and like fun. But mm-hmm. with the girls, he was like, I like watching you. I yeah. Know. And then like she was into it. And then mm-hmm. I guess she kind of like adapted to it and kind of became, I don't know. She probably knew what had he was that doing. Weird, that weirdness hidden, and then she was like, "Oh, this is the perfect opportunity for me to be weird with this dude." Right, and you could tell like he knew what he was doing because the first time you see him and he's recording her, basically, or I don't know if it's the first time, it's one of the first times, but she's basically has a fight with her mom, or it might be, I can't remember if it's her dad or her mom, but he's like, you can see it through the recorder, basically, and uh, I don't know, I feel like he knew what he was doing because like she had that look about her, like kind of like. Um, like rebellious, she had like the eye, you know, the eyeliner and like the dark clothes, and I feel like he was like, oh, I can yeah, angst. He's like, he's like, oh, I can definitely like persuade this like girl, or I don't know. He, I feel like he had he felt ownership over her in a way, but he still liked her. I don't Mm -hmm. know. It's weird. I don't know. I I feel like everyone, probably except for Ricky, had a huge identity crisis. Like Mm -hmm. the the mom clearly hated her life. Lester Mm -hmm. clearly hated her life. Uh, You know their daughter had like so much angst. Um, Ricky's dad clearly was uh, closeting a lot of things mm-hmm. that like, you know, and like the, the Ricky's mom was just like a shell of a human, like didn't do anything. Like, I feel like everyone just like hated their lives. And Ricky's the only one who's like, yeah, like I deal drugs and I videotape people. And that's what, it, that's, I find that beautiful. That, yeah. yeah, he loves it. So, like, I feel like he's the only one who actually, like, kind of made sense. <laughs> For sure. Makes, I don't know. But in, but he still has the, like, he hates his home life. Kind of. Yeah. Like, he's figured right. out he, how to, like, also, swim in it. But, like, right. at the end, when he kind of, like, sees that option of being kicked out, you know, he, like, doubles down to, like, right. get out. I wrote yeah. down a quote that I loved when he said, Kevin Spacey said, it's a great thing when you realize you still have the ability to surprise yourself. Makes you wonder what else you can do that you forgot about. I was like, that is such a good quote because mm-hmm. even when you're like, I don't know how old he is, 40s, if he's like a boring suburban 40-year-old man, like he can still change his life into something he wants it to be. Which I was like, I like that. Never get bored. True. 
Right. Because people, you know, they get stuck in a routine and then realize exactly. later that what are they doing with their lives? Mm-hmm. For sure. The, I think I, the, the, the dad, the military dad was like perfectly cast while well, he did a wonderful job as being just like a closeted, deeply mm-hmm. loathing, you know, man. This was made in the 90s. So that was super common for that right. age group. Um, just because all these guys, you know, were expected to live a certain way. And he just, yeah. When you guys, when you first, I mean, this was the first time you watched it. Do you, did you suspect it? I actually had to do a double take. Like when, when he went back to, to the garage, like I thought originally he was just going to go kill him. Cause you knew he died. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But then when he, when he kissed him, I was like, wait a minute. Is he like just trying to figure out if that's actually true? And if he just like sent his son out, but then like, it was a little too real. So I was like, wait a minute. But no, I, I didn't really like suspect that. Mm-hmm. Did you? I, I didn't expect it, but when it happened, I was like, oh, of course. Yeah. That's but how I felt too. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I think it was smart that at the beginning he says, in a year I'll be dead. Cause then what Joe said, you you think that's the moment where he's gonna die, but mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, it was yeah, it was super clever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, think I, that I cast- didn't really peg him for being closeted though until that mm-hmm. moment yeah because you i think right that when that scene first started i could kind of tell because like how it was shot and like with the rain i was like i don't know it's, i just got is that vibe no but, romance. Um, yeah but i didn't it was definitely yeah it was like shot like a romantic scene but i didn't uh i didn't expect it at all until i saw that scene but i crazy. thought he was gonna kiss him and then you'd he like him? shoot him in the stomach you know like oh, while he was hugging him oh, yeah. kind of deal you know, so you'd see like as they're kissing, his like he's just like, oh. I thought he was gonna get stabbed. Yeah. Okay. We're just, we're while we're while we're talking about uh, Lester's death, uh, was his wife gonna kill him? That that's what they lead you to think. I mean, that's what I thought the first time. That's what I think. I I thought that was because like I mean, she had that whole thing. She was going to the gun range, and then in the car, she said like, "What was she? She was saying something to herself like, um." I will not be the victim. I won't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she, she feels like she was victimized and like Lester was the problem. So I'm assuming that's because like originally I'm like, Oh, is she going to like kill herself or is she going to go kill Lester? Cause you know, he dies. So like, I, but like if they both were going to do it, I don't know. I, I just was trying to figure out if she was like actually sad. Cause she actually seemed like legitimately sad when she walked in and she saw him dead. Mm-hmm. Oh Yeah. Which is weird. But if she was going to kill him, then why would she be sad? Right. Right. I I think I think she had the idea to do it, but then once she saw, like, I don't know if she would have gone through with it. She might have, but mm-hmm. you know, then realizing the loss, like, I don't know if she could have pulled the trigger. I mean, yeah, and you could do it and still be sad. You know, like that you did it. Or like that, it's come oh, yeah. to this kind of thing. Um, but the, I mean, the movie really dances around a lot of this. If like, obviously, people are like super complicated, and there's a part of us that like maybe it's the feeling of wanting to be something else or something, and like that not being ordinary is a good thing, and it almost glorifies that, which I think is why people like watching it because mm-hmm. it kind of like glorifies the like the parts that you might not feel good about. 
some of those are maybe questionable to glorify in a movie, but like that idea. Um, and then just the like, I don't know, even at the ending like that, where it's like she's sad, but happy, but didn't want, you know, like you're still left in that, like that. There's still all these people and there's still all these struggles. Like, well, I, I think that, that like this ending was interesting because like a lot of stories, they just like, you know, tie up the story and like everyone either is dead or lives happily ever after. And in this one, like they had that whole scene at the end where like they had the voiceover and like the old people hands and they were just trying to like talk about like they, they, they always had this like identity crisis, but then like laced throughout the entire thing, they were talking about beauty. And then at the end, they brought you back to that almost like in a reflective way where they're like, now you think about what your life, you know, you know what I mean? Like they almost wanted you as the viewer to reflect on that even though everyone's lives were still fucked, messed up. And I I thought it was nice that he ultimately dies happy. Like he doesn't see it coming. And he, you know, he said he was doing great to the girl and he finally like realized his potential. And was, you know, it was, it was also nice that he didn't take this girl's virginity. (laughs) Like he realized like, I'm not going to corrupt this teenage girl. And then, you know, I was a little nervous at first that he was going to go through with it, but he ends up being like a genuinely good guy and he dies, you know, happy. Which he does so have that was- vibe throughout. Like, I feel like he is like a good person. Like you could tell throughout, like he does these weird things, but I feel like deep down, like he seems like a good person. Like, yeah. But like, at some point he was like, I was thinking like the whole movie, I was like, I could never imagine the parents like Lester and I can't remember the wife's name, but together, like at some point, they're just so different. Like, I can't even imagine them when they were happy, like happily married. I just doesn't, can't picture it. I think the but only, I, the only bits of that we get to see is like at the end where she's like on mm-hmm. like, like what looks like, like a, a carnival ride or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But I think it kind of works. I don't know. It's crazy. It's a crazy. Movie. One- insult i wrote down was he calls her a bloodless money grubbing freak <laughs> when he's good one. when he's benching what the hell do you think you're doing Uh-oh. mom's mad bench presses i'm going to wail on my pecs and then i'm going to do my back i, I see you're smoking pot now i i'm so glad I think using illegal psychotropic substances is a very positive example to set for our daughter. You're one to talk, you bloodless, money-grubbing freak. Uh, this is great. His, I love his, any like, of the weight scenes. So, yeah, the weight scenes are so Anytime funny. he goes in, and like that first time where he goes into the, clo- or the garage to get the those like little weights, and he just like takes the shirt off, and he's just with these little <laughs> yeah. weights, just being like... <laughs> <laughs> So going like with the title, like, what do you think the title means? Because like, I did realize throughout they played American Woman a couple of times. And I was like, I don't know if that's like a riff on the song. Because oh. American Woman, American Beauty, the girl, I don't know. I mean, if I had they never said the title, though, which I was kind of bummed about. They said beauty and it's an American, but they didn't say American Beauty. Mm-hmm. We love Griffin. We love when they say the title of the movie and the movie. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just like clicks. It's like, that's it. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I just feel like, like, I mean, if you were to take it super literally, like they talk about beauty throughout the entire movie and it's like kind of like the American dream, but like, right. right. <laughs> you know? It's a great title. It's such a good title, like for this movie. Yeah. So like, I, I kind of, I feel like if I had to guess that's, you know, that makes sense to me. It's mm-hmm. like, but I, uh, 
something that I realized watching this time is like, I don't have any hot takes yet, but um, uh, this is kind of like a, it reminded me of a crude version of like a John Hughes movie. Yeah. Like a weird, if it was, if the John Hughes was more like explicit, I feel like this would be it. I don't know why, but that's what I thought of. I can kind of see that. Yeah. Like Rob Zombie vibes. No. Yeah. Unfortunately. Not this or Lynn. Sorry. It's just that, yeah, the American Beauty. It just, I just think of just like weird suburbia. Like, mm-hmm. as Joe said, the American dream. Like, everyone wants this picket fence and, you know, wife and kids, but then you go behind the scenes and it's, the shit everyone is messed up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was the one scene where, um, the wife uh where he was like gonna like they were about to like you know have sex or something but then they were she like got messed up about like spilling beer on the couch or something Mm -hmm. and it's just like i don't know i feel like lester was just like who cares you know and i feel like it's too easy to kind of get caught up in that like picket fence like what we have material that's why i think like her relationship with buddy was interesting because like she clearly wanted like the <clears throat> she was like I was obviously also sexually frustrated as well as Lester and like when they were being intimate for that se- like second you could tell she was into it but then she's like oh wait this is Lester I don't want to be with him anymore but she kind of forced it because you know like that classic American family that you know we have kids you know all that mm-hmm. stuff I don't know it's super interesting but that was funny his like buddy's character was hilarious yeah the king <laughs> even the king had an identity crisis that guy was messed up too yeah yeah totally i think you yeah i mean you oscillate going back and forth of like wanting to quote unquote be normal and like fit in you know like very much as traditionally it's like as a kid you want to fit in and then Mm. once you grow up a little bit then everyone wants to start being different and then i think you probably hit a point again where you want to be right you know normal fit in again and then you probably hit a point where you like kind of don't care and you're like wait what am i doing i want to be weird and like so you know and it like oscillates throughout life and then also Mm -hmm. but like i feel like yeah like probably when you're at that stage like the longer you go you feel like there's more to lose when you want to change you know so it's like Mm -hmm. it's like the i want to be different but like we have the white picket fence the dream it doesn't feel right but like am i going to do something crazy and lose this and then be like, a, I feel like that was kind of the, the dream. The journey that Lester goes on is like, he has what you might consider like the, the perfect mm-hmm. life, but it sucks. So like he right. goes and finds something that makes him happy. And I really love that aspect of it. Cause like, I'm, I'm always trying to like, personally, I'm always trying to find new things in my life. Like to do like, that's why I like to move around. Cause I'm like, Oh, like new spot, you know, like, I don't know. I just like experiencing new things. And I feel like the suburbia life is not for me, but <laughs> Um, I loved, like, I loved when he worked at the fast food place, Smiley's. I thought that was great. Thank you. Smile, you're at Mr. Smiley's. Would you like to try our new beef and cheese pot pie on a stick? Just $1.99 for a limited time only? We were just at a seminar. Uh, buddy, this is my... Her husband. We've met before, but something tells me you're going to remember me this time. You are so busted. You know, this really doesn't concern you. Well, actually, Janine is senior drive-thru manager, so you kind of are on her turf. 
I, I love, love that scene because I, I and the manager. Because, like, he's like, I don't oh, want to, yeah. I don't want any responsibility. I was like, I respect that. Like, per, like part of me is like, I kind of want to work at like a movie theater. It's just like mindless because like that could be fun. Yeah. So since we all grew up in suburbia, do you think like this kind of stuff happened? Like it probably happened all the time. And oh we yeah, were just oblivious. I'm yeah. sure it did. Yeah, I'm actually now. I think about it. I'm like trying to picture our we grew up with some weirdos we know (laughs) i mean there has to be this has to be like but it's like you know everyone tries to hide their problems which Mm -hmm. why which is really unhealthy yeah like but like at the same time like if you had a bunch of lesters out there like what would that world be like i don't know i'm sure there are i'm sure there are (laughs) there's probably a bunch of them out there we just don't know yeah probably but I don't know. It's it's bizarre. It's such a crazy. They did reference Reanimator, which I loved twice. I was gonna ask you about that if you knew. Great movie. What... Oh yeah, <laughs> I had no idea what it was. Segway. That's my <laughs> pick. No, it was great. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, I just loved the. Um, what did I say? I actually liked Ricky's character at first. I was like, kind of weirded out by him. I mean, obviously he's creepy, but. I think he was a really good addition to like the story and um but also why do film people always have to be weird every movie there's like they all were black they are like the creep <laughs> they're not, i mean yeah what was the line where he's like i'm not i'm just curious i'm not yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he said something i'm not oh, when she was like you're obsessed with me i'm not obsessed i'm curious i'm, not obsessed. I'm curious I'm, yeah that's so it's like he's like a very weirdly you know like that like off-putting charming weird right. where you're like this is that's still not okay but it's charming <laughs> See, the I way don't get he the is charming aspect of it though like i well, do she, it because film really, people aren't charming okay. she's like he's so he's overly confident but like in a terrifying uh, way like people I, love yeah. it, I well is, is he overly confident or is he just like happy with himself but yeah, he's happy some may himself. say that's overly confident i don't know <laughs> Because like he's I feel like he's the only one who like feet. knew who he was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. His character is I mean, like it, we it, learned a lot about him, but like at times, but oh for sure. I mean, perfect casting. Wesley uh, was in Wes Wes something. That's a that's a that's definitely his name. Wes. It's Wes. Yeah, like he's someone where you're like his name's Wesley, and I'm like, mm-hmm. abs- that is absolutely hundred percent of Wesley. Yeah. Do you know what's crazy about his character? He's not a rape. Yeah. Jake Jonahall and Seth Green auditioned for that role. There was one scene oh. where he looked just like Jake Jonahall. Yes. That was mm-hmm. like freaked out a bit. It's like a Donnie like, Darko kind of. Yeah. Esque. Around uh-huh. the same time. Yeah. Well, um, he was, he, you know, he mentioned multiple times that he's not afraid of anything. And that's why he's just like, I'm, you know, this is who I am. I've learned how beautiful life is. Why waste it? He was like a good, base character to have because and he did he had that so same concept as like kevin space character. like i loved when they were smoking and he just quit i was like that's great like i love that like i wish i could do that yeah. i think kevin's i think lester's character literally said you are my hero i think mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. yeah I, oh yeah like that's that was ricky's character to everyone like to his daughter like mm-hmm. and i mean i don't he didn't really and that's what much. really sparked kevin space's character to like do what he did basically yeah. i feel like he's like oh i can oddly, do that too I think, oddly i think the son was probably a little bit of a hero to the his dad mm-hmm. 
because I don't know, he yeah. was kind of living, you know, his truth in a way, which even though that was misconstrued, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. Going back yeah. to that, I loved that. Like, I just love, I thought that was so clever. Cause like, I didn't expect that subplot to happen at all. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I thought he was like, just like, he saw him selling drugs or something, but it literally turned the page. Like, oh, it was great. I thought it was awesome. And like how it was shot, it was perfect. Cause like Kevin Spacey's just like sitting there. It was right. so good. Cause right. like that, sh- that could actually happen. Like people like seeing someone through a window, like, I don't know. It's like, it's real. Well, it's like the classic, like in movies or TV where, like someone sees their significant other kissing someone and then they walk away and then two seconds later the person pushes them off and is like I don't want to do this and then it's like right right you you don't see the real story oh do you know what's so bothering oh you know what bothers me is when they're in movies like people are looking for each other and they turn oh (laughs) that movie serendipity no, I haven't seen it. It's it's little. I forget. I well, the forget movie title it describes yeah. that perfectly. There's there's one scene where they're back to back, oh, and then they oh they just don't they don't oh, see each other. I hate that so much. <laughs> they're like, oh. <laughs> uh, to get really to get my ideas. Richard Gear um to uh, get my Bowfinger reference in. Anyone oh, yeah, notice the uh, every episode? So the uh, John Cho mm-hmm. cameo in this. Yes, looking at the house. This is like, and he in Bowfinger, he's just like a random. He has like a two second part. He's like in a vacuum. He's like vacuuming a store when mm-hmm. it's closed, and they're yeah. trying to film there. And there's this late '90s. He was in something else that popped up. Like he has all these cameos in late '90s for like two seconds in movies. Also, connection. I don't know her name, but the. Um, the daughter's friend, Angela. I can't remember her actress name, but American Pie, her and John Cho were both in American Pie. And he's got a similar camera. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Very quick. Um, I think it was the same year, 99. Manis Suvari. Hey. I don't know. She's interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, John Cho, man. John Cho. I love him. Cameo King. Well, there's a couple. In his early kings. career. He's up there. He's yeah. up there. But, it looks like um, we have two locations from this. We do one. have two locations. We have Lester's house and Smiley's drive-thru, which is also Carl's Jr. in real life. So <laughs> we're not sponsored, but go grab yourself a burger from Carl's Jr. Hey, Don't grab yourself right? a burger. You got to pay us to say it. <laughs> Carl's Jr. We're going to beat that out, okay? You guys want to know what it is. Non-sponsored. Well, it looks like both of them are in California. Yeah, this was shot in Cali in mm-hmm. and around LA. Lester's house is that a private home now or yeah I mean most houses are I mean, yeah you can go so don't yeah be curious don't like film at it don't follow our location etiquette which we have not released yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah what is your etiquette for these locations it's just like base like don't be a dick basically be because <laughs> there was a there's a house in the Breaking Bad house in uh, New Mexico it's uh people literally they built like an iron fence because too many people were going to the door and taking photos and like leaving trash and stuff and it's like come on so these people literally built a fence so people can't even take a photo of it anymore it's like so stupid that should be like a section on zillow like if you're if you're looking to buy a house or something it's like hey this movie was in or this was in a movie Dude, so like expect- we could partner with zillow there you go and Dude, then there's the so many opportunities <laughs> 
Um, (laughs) but that's why we like we we really um strive for like private property that's like one of our big things um that we are we try to be really like prominent on is like this is private property like because like there's a uh uh, the texas chainsaw house from like the remake um me and jojo went and it's literally in the middle of nowhere scary scary texas um huge huge house long driveway middle of nowhere the only house out there and we went and there's like a sign that said um, obviously it's texas so they probably all have guns and it literally had like a bunch of cameras or and it said like do not trespass or chainsaws but i was like I, there's a photo of me and i'm like obviously really far away from it but i was like oh i could just go take a photo real quick and jojo's like they will literally shoot you if you cross this <laughs> i still remember when we went and we uh stopped at that what used to be a insane asylum back in the day oh, yeah. and view near and it was we didn't realize it was converted to a prison um and we are there and we're driving around prison and well one we're driving around the abandoned part still and (laughs) joe keeps it keeps being like unauthorized vehicles not allowed and joe kept being like my dad's a cop that's probably fine right and i was like we are not in rochester man that is we are please don't and then we drove to the front of the prison and of course all the prisoners they like run out in the orange jumpsuits and we don't realize it's an active prison and so we're like holy shit like this is ghosts you know like crazy and then we joe was like i want you know joe needs a photo so we pull up and we're like outside the gate you know the giant park wire and joe gets out and he's like take a photo of me and we see like they spot us (laughs) taking photos (laughs) and they start driving up towards the gate and i was like dude we gotta get out of here man (laughs) And Joe goes, oh, like, just move the car, like, so they can drive through. And I was like, no, no, they're coming for us. <laughs> I had to drive right out of there. I was like, we're fine. But, we're good. Yeah. It was pretty cool, though. Got the I photo. saw that photo. Got I'll throw the photo, the photo in here. Um, I wonder if they thought you had, you were giving, like, inside information to, like, prisoners or something. Or what they thought you were doing. They're, like, delivering drugs. Photos outside. And we're like, we like movies. Something tells me that one. <laughs> oh no for sure but do you guys want to get into ratings yeah let's do some ratings so context Griff, we always pick oh, a yeah. random thing from the movie as like our units but it's just a scale of one to ten okay and you can pick whatever like units or whatever like rose uh, petals joints yeah yeah, I was, I was also wondering the significance of the roses. I know. Well, here's my, uh, I, my I, thought. I actually oh, thought yeah, about this. You go for it, um, I think, because like, one, like they were everywhere. But like, so there was two places generally they showed up is like the garden in like the front yard with uh, his Lester's wife. And then obviously with. Uh, in her uh, chest. In her chest. Yes. <laughs> tub like all those you know places related to like those like fantasy moments um so like like a rose is beautiful it signifies love but it also has thorns that's kind of what i took away from that is like it's like thorn on a birch like a two-sided thing is is the way i took that and and yeah you're right it's interesting because like whenever he sees it with the young girl it's just the petals, but when the, the wife has them, she has the full thorns. Interesting. Ooh. Very. Smart. I thought about. See, I thought when I saw the roses, well, I didn't really, I didn't realize, like, I didn't think about the front yard roses, but like, especially with the with Angela, I assumed it was kind of like. I figured she was a virgin. I didn't believe her throughout the movie, but I figured that was kind of like 
the flower, like, like uh, uh, taking her flower. That's kind of what I got from it. But yeah, feels very 1999. 100%. <laughs> All right. Man, I'm so bummed. There's no hot takes. I have, I can't put the hot take button. Hey, please, please get a hot I'm, take in there quick. You've still been saving one that I'm dying to know what it is. We're going to do... Oh, Griffin, you should be on this episode. We're going to do a hot ones, hot takes, Hollywood hot takes episode where we're going to eat hot food and talk about our hot takes. Yeah, you talked about that. We got to do that. contest. I will say, just a side note about the hot one. I was watching hot ones yesterday. Malcolm Gladwell's on it. And one of the sauces in the middle, they're like, you know, this sauce and Malcolm Gladwell looks at the bottle and he goes... This is made in Rochester, New York. That doesn't give it credibility. And I was like, well, <laughs> shout out. To- Everyone who says mentions Rochester, they're like, oh, there's no credibility. It's just Rochester. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like, Little do they know it's hot sauce capital of the world. Try to go to Salvatore's. So- like, in, like in Miracle when he's like, oh, like sauce your- on the menu. I <laughs> 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 love that. Um, okay, let's do ratings. Uh, Jesse. You go first. Me. You're the first um, one I saw. <laughs> again, I'm a Capricorn, so take that into account. We all have to say um, our signs too. How about that? Yeah. Sounds good. Um, real torn about this. Uh, real thorn about this. Thorn. Um, I'm gonna do video cassettes mm-hmm. as a unit. Ricky's room. The wall, the old school, like just a white blank room with the TV and it's American Psycho. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna land in the sevens for me. Cool, just seven. High sevens. I don't know why we get into decimals. It feels really complicated, but they <laughs> I mean, like don't actually make any sense so we're like seven eight six probably um calculated out it it was better than i thought it would be um what was pretty good i just even from watching the trailer i thought it was just gonna be that kevin spacey high school girl line i was like i just from the trailer was like i don't get how this one best picture i just watched the trailer? i just hmm did you watch the trailer before? I this? watched the trailer before I watched it. Um, Dude, trailer used it, to be so bad. It was a really bad trailer. They're not incredibly good. bad. I'm not. Um, Suicide Squad really made trailers like 2016 is like when trailers started getting good, in my opinion. Interesting. I wish that was a hot take. But but that was I, a bad movie. It's, probably, it's one of the best trailers of all time. One of the worst movies of all time. <laughs> Just watch the trailer. You'll be good. Don't watch the movie. Right. Um. Go for it. <laughs> oh, so a lot better than I thought um, it would be. And it was the, even the more talking about it, the more I appreciate it. I think they're like, mm-hmm. it, it's like a beautifully tragic story, you know, like about life. Um, so I don't know. Again, that. I'm still super weirded out by that the girl storyline. I just wish it was kind of tweaked. Um, okay, but I also get to how this probably hit really hard at home in like the late '90s, um, and just like with that generation and 
I don't know, just with like the time period, you know, I think it's very, you know, like 99 to not, it feels like a very different world, like even like with the internet and mm-hmm. time. So I get it more. I get it more now. Um, I don't know if it's in my top five. <laughs> it's okay. But I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, I, a, a seven, eight, six, a seven, eight, six, oh, right. five, you know, like, <laughs> Right. Again, we always when we do ratings too, we we just always like make up these ratings and then we forget about it. So we're always like we want to look at what we rated differently. So like Joe Cuffney always is like, did I rate this higher or lower than Spider-Man three? I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, so, that was like, what an eight for you or something? It was like an eight something for you. So emo tone wire is a vibe. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we once we'll curate it all, we'll be very horrified by all of our re- reviews for everything. But I think cool. that's complicated, still in my head, but that's where I stand. Seven eight six for Jesse. Seven eight six. All right, Joe. Um, for me, I so I'm going with an eight nine. Ooh, because nice. I so like I, I really like when movies are like more than surface level and this definitely fit that category usually that's the reason I like like murder mystery style movies but like I don't really think this is murder mystery but it, it definitely had some like depth to it um and so I, I really liked it. I also had like like I didn't watch the trailer I had no clue what to expect um and I I don't know I thought it was really interesting i like i i liked the story um i think it oddly ended happy even though it didn't really resolve anyone's uh you know problems fully um but i think more movies should end like that i think you know not everything's always happy so i i i I really liked it i um so it's it's up there for me cool wait what was your unit and my 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 unit would be mr smiley's damn it mr smiley's That was mine. Well, now you gotta think of something else. All right, Griff. Okay. Um, well, let me think. Two. Griffin's <laughs> <laughs> like, I actually I hate this movie. Every second. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I was just lying to you guys. I actually despise this movie. <laughs> no, I would give it, I'd probably give it a nine. Um, mm-hmm. uh, unit, well, I'll think of a unit at the end. Um, so I, you know, before the whole spacey controversy thing, like I do love him as an actor and it's hard because of everything that happened, but just his like dry wit and like is so enticing, like even at his job or when he, you know, I think he breaks the fourth wall a few times and just kind of has this like, just that's like my ideal sense of humor. Um, and it's, yeah, I, I appreciate the fact that he kind of goes through this transition where it's this boring suburbia life that he just realizes that life is way more worth living. And then he, you know, he just kind of figures it out and, you know, the end as well. Like, I appreciate that he doesn't corrupt this girl and he's still happy and he realizes who he is and um i did you know from the beginning you know he's gonna die so you weren't really expecting anything else but um 
I just thought it was like a beautiful, like, I and mean, there's a lot of like loose ends at the end too. Like, is the girl going to run away with the boy? What's the wife going to do? Right. So I don't know. I, I appreciated it. So um, why isn't it a 10 for you? Um, I would say, I don't know. I think it's <laughs> not maybe... Spider-Man 3. <laughs> well, so um, what we do what we talk about is like the seat like a ceiling for a certain movie could never be like like we loved like saving private ryan we watched a couple weeks ago we all loved it but it could it's just not a 10 for us like it's like just not that genre. there's just certain movies where it's like i don't know i i it's hard to explain but yeah it's like i i think like you know the dark night was is like a 10 for me just because it's mm-hmm. there's no point where i'm right where it's slow or i'm bored like this, you know, most of it, this moved pretty quickly, but there were a few like slow parts. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily love Thor Birch's character. So maybe that's why. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, it's honestly one of my favorites. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just, and I love movies set in like high school and like teen mm-hmm. angst. Um, <laughs> especially in the nineties. Especially in the nineties. Yeah. Before social media. Oh, like, I can't watch very, it now. I very hate simple. I hate now. Yeah. Very but. simplistic. Um cool. yeah, that's do my you idea. have like a top do you know like your top five movies? Or is it just uh, like I, generally top five? This is I have, yeah. It's like a general, like I like it's big hero six is in my favorites. Um I, I have like categories, I think, like just friends with Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, but it's I'll usually just say top five without actually having a top five. Well, yeah. that's I do too. I just was if you had five set, I was really curious. If you were like boom, bam, bam, bam. Another, yeah, another I'll, episode I'll we should about do. It. Another episode we should do is top like ten or something. We should do like a lists. We'll so watch all ten of them for next episode. That's cool. No, that's awesome yeah. though. You should start now. Um, <laughs> all right, I'll go. Um, love this movie. I've seen this a bunch. Um, yet still surprises me every time I watch it, even though I know it's gonna happen. Um, love cast is great. Love the writing. Yeah, like like you were saying, like I mean, there's nothing that I would take away from it. like there's nothing I would take away from it. Like I think everything in it is in there for a reason. And um, I agree with Thor Birch's character. She's a little weird to me for me. Um, That's the daughter. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, here's a hot take. I got a hot take. Finally. Ooh. Uh Alice and Janney, I'm not a fan. Just in general of her? I don't like her. Bow, 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 bow. Sound the alarm. Wow. <laughs> That's gonna cause some uproar, Joe. I know. Joe, we're gonna lose all our fans. What are you doing? <laughs> I will say on the poll for the Rob Zombie Lynn Manuel Miranda poll, one person voted. I could see it. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't and you. It wasn't. Yeah, I was like, you have eight accounts, man. I did one of them. Two people did yes, and I was one of them. So the other person. All right. Um, You're you're off the recording. You're revealing who this was. um, Okay. Uh, Where was I? Okay, yeah. um, But other than that, I think, I I mean, I loved it. I, um, yeah, there's nothing really else. If you could replace Alice and Janney in this movie, who would you put in? I mean... With her character, though, because her character was kind of just deadpan, like nothing. So, really. Vera Farmiga. Think, I wasn't gonna say Vera was... Farmiga. She could be in everything. But <laughs> <laughs> do you think she was like meant, like 
what do you think was wrong? Like, was she just super, mm. super depressed? Or do you think she was mentally like psychotic? I think she was depressed. Like, yeah. I think she was depressed personally. And then she was on like some like drugs or something. Okay. That made that's what I like. She was like sedated. That's how kind of I feel about her, that character. Um, let's see. But yeah, I'm going to go eight and a half. Buddy eyebrows. Buddy's eyebrows. Buddy's eyebrows. Um, I was at an eight, but after talking with you guys, I opted half a point because, um, yeah, I think it's a great important. movie. I think, I think it's a very important movie to watch. I think people should watch it. Um, yeah. I think it's a great 90s movie. I think it's, yeah. I, I actually understand why this one. Segway. Trivia. I'm going to do trivia. Quick. Oh, I was about to say, I want to know who beat Are you going to do trivia? Yeah, I was going to say, no, I just wanted to know who the other Best Picture nominees from 99. That was the trivia? Yep. Silence of the Land. I will say, uh, no, that was 90. No, because that won uh, Best Picture. Of yeah, that was, like, that was early. Oh, oh nominees. Okay. So you'll, you should know two of them, at least. The other two you might not get. Are there... Saving Private Ryan. No, that was 90. That was the year, year before. Um, I'll give you a hint. I'm going to get some hints. Yeah. Um, one of them is a Stephen King film, and the other is a M. Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan film. M. Night Shyamalan. Um, the Shining? Yeah. That's Kubrick. Oh. Um, oh, Stephen King. It wasn't that, though. And that wasn't nominated. It should have been. Um, it? It's not scary. This... It's kind of... It it's like the Shawshank, but it's like a different... There's a color in the title. Oh, the Green Mile. Yes. Yeah. And the M Night movie is about. Um, it's got my boy Brucey, Brucey Bruce Willis in it. Armageddon. Pulp Fiction. Wait. M no, Night. That's, that's not M Night Shyamalan. Uh, Haley Joel Osment. The Sixth Sense. <laughs> Damn. Right. And the other two, I'm just going to tell you because you're not going to get them. Uh, the Insider, which I've never heard about, and then The Cider House Rules. Mm. Yeah, pretty dope, pretty awesome movie. That's my favorite movie of all time, Cider House Rules. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, so I eight and a half for me, and uh, that's about it. Um, movie news. Trivia. <laughs> I bought me and JoJo watched Million Dollar Baby for the first time two days ago, and I wanted to kill myself. I've never seen it. Don't it's most depressing. It's in the top in my top three most depressing movies of all time that I've ever seen. Really? It's brutal. That was a 90s Oscars nominated film. That's two thousand which year. I think that's two thousand. Oh, early two thousands, yeah. Two thousand four. Great. I went through the nineties yesterday and then I went all the way. (laughs) Um yeah, that was it was very it's it I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I would recommend it. Like, it's cool to see Hillary Swank kick some ass, but I don't want to get, I mean, it's just ugh, made me. You don't need to watch it again, right? No, I would never. I'm never going to watch it. Me and Jojo are like, we're never going to watch that again. Well, next <laughs> week's pick is. I would not. I would refuse. <laughs> um. Oh, I absolutely need to bring this up with you guys. Have any of you started watching the other two on HBO, a TV show? Wait, the with Chase Dreams? 
Yes, with Chase Dreams. Oh, yeah. What's like Chase a, Dreams? I watched a while ago. Yeah, I just started watching that. It is this show about this kid who they got from Musical.ly. It's like a kid who did ARC music, basically. Like what? an overnight. And it's really about his two older siblings. Um, and it's it's just Molly Shannon's the mom. It just it's so funny. Uh, love Molly it's from Shannon. Chris Kelly and Sarah Schneider, who I love, who were head SNL writers at a time. Uh, Sarah Schneider's from College Humor. If you're ever into that, you'd recognize her. Um, but I I love that series, and I think you guys would really enjoy it. It's good. All right. Yeah, they do. All right. Yeah. about it again it's hard for me to watch i'm it's harder for me to watch tv shows so it's one day i know when i get started a lot of times i'll like it but like they're like 20 minute up you could fly okay i like that you could just you could binge through the whole thing in a night if you want i just can't do like the hour long episodes. It like a movie yeah. you know they're 20 minutes they're like 21 okay. minutes it's like it's always sunny i'm about it and it goes it it moves through things real fast okay Here. cool about it i uh new jersey shore Season came out nope. currently on MTV. It's pretty great. Baby situation. Sounds like a hot take. Has a baby. Does he have a child? Romeo. Romeo uh, Sorrentino. Oh. Romeo situation. Love him. <laughs> I I, I'm not. If you guys haven't seen the new one, have you guys seen the new Jersey Shore? No. I haven't watched it in like 15 years, man. No joke. When you... <laughs> no joke. Best. One of the best, if not the best, character arc of situation I've ever seen on live TV. He is, he is, I'm not even kidding. You need to watch the new ones just because it's such an, it's, he's like, I don't know. It's, he's like the best person ever now. It's unbelievable. When you got really into Jersey Shore, I didn't even know it was still going. So I was so confused because I was like, is this like a, nostalgic it's coming back oddly people are like like joe just discovered the first season of jersey shore you know and i was so confused and then i remember asking you and you're like no no, it's like a current show and i was like Mm -hmm. they came back yeah what well because i didn't know i mean i i knew about it i just never watched it because we never i mean i didn't really have cable i don't think growing up but um jojo's like i'm gonna show you because i don't really like reality that much but jojo's like you gotta watch this and i was like okay and I was hooked immediately. <laughs> Watch the clip of the situation at the, was it the Donald Trump roast? Like all the writers didn't say he was like on anything. They just said he kind of like bombed because he like didn't know how to tell jokes, but he got off stage so awkward, and was like, dude. he got off stage and he didn't even like, he kind of was like, that was good guys. Right. And all of them were like, like no. Oh. <laughs> and he was just like, right. It's uncomfortable, dude. Cool. No, it's, oh. no, it's crazy. But yeah, it's about for me. I don't have any like we we started watching Loki this week and it's fun. Yeah, it's um, weird. but uh, the one I'm kind of I, I, well, I don't know how I feel about this, um, but like I always really liked watching the Michael Jordan Space Jam, and <laughs> I don't, that was actually the first DVD I think I ever saw, like because I, I remember watching it on a computer. Um, but the new one with LeBron is coming out, I think in like a week yeah. or two and I, I can't tell that. i can't tell if it's like gonna be just really bad or like I'm, I'm gonna watch it regardless but like i'm i'm really curious if it's like actually good or if it's just kind of like an, a rip off yeah. of the original one 
Yeah, I don't know. I have no expectations. I'm not expecting it to be great, but I'm all for like a younger generation getting their own space jam. jam but like, why don't you just make you know, a like new space jam, <laughs> space jams? Um, you know, like where it's like, I think we'll always be like, that's it's not the original, but like the kids who grew up with this being kind of the first one, I feel like we'll be like, this is it. And like when they but grow like, up, they'll have this to be. My thing is like, why don't you just make your own different thing? Like, right. Why, why do you do like, why the same thing? Like create something new. Because it was so good. And now we're putting players they know in. They're That's like Michael they Jordan, who? Michael. Oh my God. Charles Barkley? Whatever. You mean okay. Charles Barkley? <laughs> you mean. <laughs> it's just like, I, I, I like, yeah, I hate that they just keep refreshing the same thing. But like, mm-hmm. I'm also curious enough where like, I'll probably watch it. But I know, you know. Like it gets old, but then it's like, but that's all the content. That's why right it's, so. it's nice, like going back and like watching a movie that like you just like, I just missed American Beauty, but like great movie, right? Yeah. And like, yeah, just watching things you have like absolutely no like idea what it's supposed to be is, is really nice. Mm-hmm. That's what the first time I saw Darnie Darko, that was like my first, I was like, oh, this is one of my favorite movies. This is like amazing work of art. I want to get your guys' opinion on this one. Um, the other day, Hot take? My, huh? Hot take? Hot, maybe. You're we'll really see. fishing for hot takes. I'm really fishing for hot takes, but I'm actually curious talking about like old and new versions is Ooh, the other that. day my ne- nephew was in the pool and then he, you know, got onto something of like, what if the pool was filled with chocolate? And <laughs> my sister was like, oh, do I have a movie to show you Willy Wonka? Like, you know, cause he's never seen it. And then she was like, like older, new one. You know, and I was like, oh, I was thinking the old one for him. And she's like, good. I was too old for like the new one kind of. But what are your guys' take on the old verse? New Willy Wonka. I don't like this one. Would you show to a kid who wants to go first? I would show the the newer one to a kid, I think, just because the older one is like terrifying to me. I mean, it's like, it's very scary. And like, (laughs) the Olympus are very scary, but. I, I appreciate the first. I think Gene Wilder is a better Willy Wonka. Um, yes. I just thought they tried to make the new one way too. Well, it was Tim Burton, right? Yeah, I was going to say it's very Tim Burton y. Like, yeah. That's why I almost think of it as scarier in my head, even though I haven't seen it. In- yeah. I, I don't know. I appreciate the original, but I think both are, both are solid. You know, they did a good job at the remake. It was just, I just prefer. So I just watched the remake for the first time a couple weeks ago. Um, Whoa. And I really liked it, actually. I liked it almost just as much as the original. Um, I think Freddie Highmore is a better uh, Charlie than uh, the other guy. Personally, oh my, I, just because I well, like Freddie hold, Highmore. Hold up. <laughs> One, you haven't wait, wait, wait. seen this until a couple weeks ago? <laughs> and it's a Freddie Highmore? I forgot it's Freddie Highmore. I own yeah. the DVD, too. I just never watched it. But... You- <laughs> But he, okay, like you were saying, the Oompa Loompas. I like the Oompa Loompas in the original, even though they're scarier. That's what I like about it. And I also like that they're not CGI'd yeah. and the same person, <laughs> just duplicated. Right. Uh, that bugs me. Um, I like Johnny Depp, but Gene Wilder is obviously better. Um, there were parts of the remake I actually like better. Like I like the Violet better in the new one, I think, than the old one. I can't get past the Oompa Loompas. They no, I just yeah, they ruin it for me. The original Oompa Loompas was were way better. Hundred percent. Where it's at, Freddie Moore, Freddie Hammer, hot take. 
uh, my dad went to vet school with the kid who played the, uh, Charlie in the first one, that. Charlie Bucket, Peter Ostrom. Charlie Bucket. And they didn't know they were in vet school and it was like a year. It was like some, you know, long time. And they figured out he was the kid. He was Charlie Bucket. And they're like, hold up. You're the you're Charlie Bucket from Willy Wonka. And he was like, he's yeah. probably just one and done, he's, right? I don't think he did any anything else. He's just a vet in somewhere in New York. Cool. Now. Well, sorry. I what's Freddie Highmore doing? But... Trying to cash in. <laughs> but... Cool. Joe Cuffney, so are you old? Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Overall, I'm I... old. But there's parts of the new one I like better. I like how the, I like the music. The, old, the new music was terrible. I just want to, I think I'm going to fish for hot takes just using Freddie Highmore from now Let's on. Let's do it. I'll be like, Dude, the good do... doctor? What'd you guys, okay. what'd you think of that? Bad show. <laughs> I did not like that show. I, I, <laughs> I thought Joe would like, be like, I love it. It's the best. And it is that right? He's like a teen doctor and like a savant or something. Yes. Yeah. Still, yeah. I, I tried to like it. I really, really did. First of all, I don't <laughs> like medical shows. Second of all, they're all the same. Third of all, it's just not a good show. <laughs> there you go. Sign sealed delivered. Um, is that a wrap? You guys or anything else? That's all I got. I don't know. I feel like we should. I'm st- now when if I listen to a podcast thing, I start being like, I feel like we should have a corrections part of corrections. the podcast. Not, actually, I mean, it was a small thing. I just realized I said Elijah Daniels instead of Andrew Reynolds for Book of oh, Mormon. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, I probably say stuff like that all the time. <laughs> well, I try to, I try to like every time I hear like something, if one, if one of us says like a fact, I'll like look it up to make sure or I'll just cut it out. But yeah. Just beep it's, it out. Sometimes I forget. You beep it out, <laughs> not cut it out. <laughs> oh, we got to pick for next week. Oh, yeah. Duh. Joe, you got to pick. Oh, yeah. Pick. Uh, real quick Bo Burnham inside. Ooh, We're going inside. Do it. It's so good. Get yeah. ready for me to ramble for hours, guys. I'm, I'm super ready for that. <laughs> Jesse's, also, I just want Jesse to talk the entire podcast. Joe and I'll just. And it'll be me just repeating. I've listened to Bo Burnham talk for hours and hours and hours. It's going to be just like. And I... we're going to have uh, another guest. We're going to have Dion. Not the movie um, I thought she'd be the first guest on, but no, I'm neither. all for it. There's, no. Well, have you watched Inside too, by the way? About four times. Yes. Yeah, same. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm so glad everyone's loving it. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's I, I, I said this. I mean, I will say this again on the show, but I said they should show that in film school. It's literally a work of art. Yeah, I I mean, I sent you guys in the Slack. There's a guy who literally goes through and he's like, this is how he lights it. You can see this light, you know, and he pulls it up on Amazon. He's like, you get it for like 50 bucks. All the film you know, and then he goes back. Oh, use that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he goes through and you're like, it's, I don't even, had no interest in doing this. And I watched, it's like a 47 minute video and I watched a good part of it. Just being like, oh, interesting. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited. Especially if you're, yeah. Cool, cool. All righty. That is a wrap.